Uh, Robert with Robert Nixon Real Estate here. I uh, did a little interview last week with Aaron and I'm uh, going to try to keep doing them weekly every Thursday and uh, Aaron said he's going to hold me accountable so we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're going to interview a banker this week and we're going to interview Cheryl Hildebrand next week but she was away so Tanya decided that she would interview me so we'll see how that goes. It should be interesting but go ahead everyone. This is Tanya. Tanya Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. So, my first question for Robert is, how long have you been a real estate agent for? How long? Uh, almost three years. Feels like forever, but no. <laughs> no, it's going on three years, so not too long, but uh, enough to get my feet wet. Nice. Um, why are you passionate about real estate? Would be my next question. I didn't get to pre-read these like Aaron did, did I? No. Why didn't. am I passionate about real estate? Uh, hmm. That's a hard one. I was always into real estate investing from back when I had a friend or a coworker. I was on shovels as a mechanic. We had no work, so we were sitting there for like 12 hours a day doing nothing. And he brought up this book called Real Estate Investing in Canada or 97 Tips Canadian Real Estate Investing. So I ordered that and I actually read it twice, once highlighting everything well at work. And that sort of got me interested in investing. So that was after though, when I bought my first house back in 2009 was, uh, when I got interested in it, so then the investing sort of triggered that, and then I sort of got involved in a network called Rain and started uh, studying real estate investing, and I just figured it made sense to get into real estate sales because of that. Um, so I guess that's sort of why I'm passionate. I think real estate's neat. When I bought my first house, I really wanted to get into real estate. I had been laid off, well, I laid off about six months after I bought my first house, so I thought about getting my license then. And yeah, I just think it's neat. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of work, obviously, to get into a house when you're young, and I thought it was... It was inspiring to be able to let other people or help other people do that. That sort of makes sense in a really roundabout way. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what made you decide to get into real estate? You kind of already covered that a little Touched bit. Touched on that, yeah. yeah. My, my real estate agent in Fort St. John. I actually met with him and was going to get into it back then, but it just never transpired. So okay. buying my first house. Um, did you ever think about becoming a real estate in Fort St. John when you were there? I did. I went and talked to him, met with him in the office and discussed yeah. what was entitled to do it and I actually went, I was on EI at the time because I bought my first house got laid off. So I went to EI and I told them I want to do something different. I think I was actually between getting my welding ticket and, and uh, real estate license and EI basically told me that, you know, they, they won't uh, pay for you to go back and do any schooling when you're totally employable and it's expected that as a mechanic and trades that you will get laid off here and there. So I did, but it didn't happen. I continued my apprenticeship after that. Okay. Um... So tell me about your first real estate transaction. You kind of touched upon it last week. Yeah, Aaron. so that was Aaron Belmore and his uh, family, Trisha, and his three kids, three rowdy boys. Um, I guess I uh, was doing my course, and I don't know if it was Aaron or Trisha touched base with me over Facebook, and I just started connecting with her and basically dealt with Trisha, and uh, did some stuff online, and then when they came here and they were ready, I put in the footwork and showed them some houses. Aaron, I sort of said it was a lot of work, but I didn't really mean the footwork having to go to Courtney. It was more just a complicated transaction. Uh, it was it was interesting, and uh, yeah, Aaron was my first sale, and I went to junior high school and high school with him, so that was uh, pretty neat. And uh, he's a pretty inspirational guy with his real estate investing. He's you know supporting his family with it, so that's inspirational. And he was good that he was my first sale, and something I can look back on and reflect on. Awesome. Um, so what would you say is the most challenging aspect of being a real estate agent? Most challenging aspect? I had lunch with a past client today. He's a contractor in town. I'm not in the video really. 
he's a past, he's a contractor in town and a past client. He was asking me because I was like, you know, people only really see the little bits here and there of what you're doing for them, so it looks really, really easy. We're like, you're maybe getting paid a lot of money to not do very much, but it's sort of the back end, I guess, that is the challenging part. So building a clientele and marketing yourself, and of course, I mean, that's hard getting your name out there and trying to find new clients and stuff. It came, I'd say it came fairly easy for me in the beginning, but it's definitely not easy. <laughs> and then obviously like every deal is different and it's, it's kind of, it's a legal, legal thing, right? Where you have to make sure you have all the right subjects and stuff. So make sure you cover someone's butt, the other being a buyer or a seller and make sure all the, all the bases are covered so that no one has any legal ramifications after. I mean, that was the biggest learning curve in the beginning is learning how to write contracts and look at every deal differently. If it has a septic, if it has a well, if it has, you know, something pending on title and that stuff can come up last minute. I had a deal that came up and it had a certificate of pending litigation filed on it, like last minute, two deals. And it was like, you have to try and, you know, put out the fire. So sometimes putting out the fire is the hardest. Sometimes it's just sticking to your routine and marketing and trying to find the business. So it's pretty complicated business all over, all around. <laughs> um, what is your greatest accomplishment? What is your greatest accomplishment in real estate? Do you think? Uh, I think we asked Aaron that one too, didn't you? We similar did. questions. I so I don't know if I have a single greatest accomplishment, but I guess one thing would be my my family's farm that I listed, as far as like a, a direct thing, and they had it for sale for a long time, so I listed it, and I'd like to say it was all me, and I did the the hard work of getting it sold, but. Um, it's, you know, sometimes it's just timing and I definitely did do a good job and got it to go into multiple offers after seven years on the market with no offers. And I think that was pretty cool to get to be able to sell my family's farm that they'd have listed forever. And finally it's gone and they can move on. And yeah, so that was cool. Nice. Um, how do you evaluate your success as a real estate agent? Uh, that's a hard one too. I don't really, I don't know. I don't really evaluate my success. I guess growing, always growing and always learning. I've always sort of liked learning and evaluating my success that way, I guess. Okay. I do a little bit of goal setting and stuff that you have to sort of do to keep yourself motivated, but... Mm -hmm. And how's that working out? I don't know. If my clients are happy, obviously, I'm just doing the right thing, right? And obviously moving forward on my own. So clients are number one. Clearly. Um, what are your long-term goals for real estate? My long-term goals for real estate... Mm -hmm. uh, I always found being in a smaller town that there's not a lot of teams. There's like individual teams where there's two agents, which with all the changes in real estate, uh, teams are a little harder to run, but I think there's still a thing that can be done. I think to have a team with other agents working under you or for you or with you or whatever you want to call it, I think that is something that, that would be a long-term goal. And uh, to have, have a bigger group of people running your business and you know being a little more of a... Be able to, be able to represent your clients better because there's more people working for you. Do you have any uh, side projects or anything that you want to get involved in to help grow your real estate? Side projects? Yeah, like uh, networking groups or anything like that. Want to or have to? You want to. <laughs> there's all sorts of things with real estate. Like you could sit there on a computer and learn all day, but obviously being belly belly and meeting people is huge. Um, I was talking to my client today a bit about that today at lunch, but I am going to try and start to do more of that. What's the Facebook Live is one thing. I'm going to start to do some more Instagram and Twitter to sort of get people to know me and know my business. Um, we're going to maybe try and start a networking group as well. And that's sort of something my coaches sort of talked to me about, and it's kind of a key part of, of, of growing a business, I guess, right? 
and having people that can come to me and, and uh, have contractors I can send to them and other people. So I guess that's sort of what that's about, networking with people in the community and growing my business that way. <laughs> I don't know what else. There's probably <laughs> lots. Alright, and uh, I guess my final question for you. Buying my own rentals, my own properties eventually when I don't focus on everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, my final question is, well, I guess, yeah, my final question. Do you have any tips for someone who is interested in becoming a real estate agent? Um, not really. It's apparently a really hard course, and I think in any industry or anything you do in life, people are going to tell you it's really hard. I didn't really research it. I just said I'm going to get my real estate license, and I uh, set a date in my calendar for spring of... I think it was 2016 or something, and I uh, went, I'm going to quit, I'm going to get my two weeks of my job, and I'm going to do it. And I never really did any research. And I think if I had, everyone would have just tried to scare me out of it. It's too hard, you can't do it, you know, this and that. And I did have some things like that happen, but um, just get it done and do it if it's what you want to do and uh, take the risk, I guess. But, you know, it is expensive to get started, so that's obviously a little bit of a tough thing. I did have some money saved up, and when I did start, I... I actually ended up starting a year earlier than I thought. I just was done with what I was doing and said so it's time to move on. I just jumped right into the course and got it done. So just get it done and have confidence, I guess, would be the main thing. And uh, maybe uh, join a team. If, uh, joining a team in the beginning, I think, helps a lot. But in the long term, you don't have as big of a business yourself. So I think to get started, that might be an idea that I thought I could have maybe done, but I didn't. So hmm. yeah, just interesting because with a team, you get fed leads and you get the opportunity to learn how to run the sort of back end of the business of writing offers and work with the clients before you have to start building your clientele, right? So you have a little less on your plate getting started, right? It's a hard one to get into. For sure. Anything else? All right, well, that's all the questions we've got for you. Perfect. How long do we have? I was going to say, thanks for watching, if anyone's out there, and uh, take care. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye.